50 Black Hawk helicopters. Those who live in this area heard loud booms around the time of the crash. The governor took to Twitter just after midnight to ask for prayer. Fox's CB Cotton. An American reporter arrested in Russia is now charged with espionage, accused of spying for the United States and ordered help pending an investigation. Russia's Federal Security Service, the FSB, which succeeded the KGB, says it has detained a reporter for the Wall Street Journal posted to the newspaper's Moscow Bureau. The Russians accuse him of being a spy for the United States, 32-year-old Evan Gerskovich. Fox's Lucas Thomas in the Wall Street Journal denies the reporter's a spy and demands his immediate release. America's listening to Fox News. A Minute with Mayor Mike Wilson is brought to you as a public service by Paul Redding with Edward Jones, Red Wing. Darn tootin'. Hey, good morning. Uh, you're tuned in to America's Greatest Country, Bluff Country. It's two minutes past the hour of nine o'clock. Good morning, Mayor Mike. How's it going? Greg, I tell you what, it's a wonderful day here in Red Wing again and a historic day in Red Wing. It's is my it really? Granddaughter Jace's 18th birthday. Oh, my heavens. So happy birthday wow. to her. Nice. Yeah, so time flies, you know. I thought one time I was rolling around in the living room floor when she was just a little. <laughs> little tyke and next thing i look out the window she's running my bobcat up and down the driveway clearing <laughs> snow you know time flies and wow. you don't realize it till you stop and take a look you know and think that uh, things are rolling along so yeah it's well, uh, kind of cool yeah so she's gonna have a big day today well, you should have brought so, her in front of the council Monday. well yeah but she's too busy she's got stuff she got oh, school cool. and everything else well i don't going, think so. the meeting lasted five hours and 20 minutes no and, uh, you know, I wasn't at the last meeting uh, two oh, weeks right. ago, but right. I did watch it uh, virtually. I, I was out of town, but I, I Yeah, Janie uh, Fair. Janie Fair came in and sat in for me last week. I listened to her show, did a wonderful job. I was kind of wondering if I'd even be able to get <laughs> back in here again. But, yeah, she did a wonderful job, and I thank yes. her for that. But, yeah, yeah that, that meeting got, I think, uh, to me, it got, it got a little out of hand. Um, you know, it, basically, it was about that Three Rivers uh, right, right. land uh, acquisition and the TIF. And, uh, so at this point, I believe we are kind of waiting now to, they're going to be hearing from the state, I believe. Right, the believe funding. They have to get some yeah. funding there. But, you know, yeah. I, we all know that we need, you know, that type of housing, uh, affordable housing in the community. We, we all know that. And all 19 people got up and said the same thing. So I think they could have said, okay, we agree on it, the 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 meat of the whole thing was the resolution to pass on giving them that land at no cost right. and give offering them TIF. So uh, the blowback I'm getting on this whole deal is the location. And uh, so I'm not so sure it will be located. There is other pieces of property around there that I know we're looking at, or you know maybe they can take a look at it and see what they think. But hmm. um, that's, you know, that's the whole thing. It just... Uh, the business is up there, and is that, you know, we're taking industrial property and turning it into housing up there. Is that the right thing to do? So I, I know we're going to be looking at that hard. It's going to come back to us yet, uh, so yep. it's not a done deal. And uh, the big hurdle for them is to get the funding. Um, right. Three Rivers that, Three but... Rivers basically fronts for a developing company that's going to come in and do that. And uh, so they get the tax credits, and it's it's a profitable deal for the developers. It's hats off to them. We, we understand that. And Three Rivers makes money off the deal, too, as, as far as support there. Uh, but we'll take a look and see. Uh, it's not a done deal yet. But like I say, we know we need the housing for um, affordable housing. So 
we're, we're hoping to get something accomplished there. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, pretty interesting stuff. So yep. I believe the council meeting, uh, if you don't want to start here, that's fine. But I know Emily uh, Foose from Red Wing Arts yep. uh, popped up there. Yeah, she gave a presentation on the Dakota project, and uh, that's moving along very well. And, uh, you know, she just explained why we're doing it and why we're and the city's involved in it. And it's an uh, ongoing uh, need to uh, acknowledge the Dakota people as, uh, as vital members of the community. And, and we're doing that through art and shared experiences and conversations. So um, I, I know they have a, a program coming up on Monday the 3rd, and it's going to be a cultural and uh, traditional teachings of the buffalo yeah. And that's going to be at the library. So that, that's going to be very interesting. That's from 4 to 8 Monday nights when we encourage people to come to that. No, I've got learn. it down from 6 to 8. Oh, 6 to 8? That's what my story says. Okay, well, then we're going to go with 6 to 8 because everything okay. you say is, is gospel. Well, that's, that's really true, but it oh. is actually on the on the JPEG that they themselves posted. So okay, well, I, correct. Yep. Okay. I stand corrected. That's cool. That, so. And then yep. this is neat, too. I did not know about this. The Edwin W. Buck Jr. Veteran Memorial Buffalo Project. Yes. I didn't realize we had a, uh, a buffalo farm near us. That's yes. pretty neat. This is, uh, it's pretty unique. Uh, I think there's like 300 head of buffalo oh, out there. Oh, gosh. It's huge. Cool. And, and they grow and do send off to other tribal communities uh, buffalo. They like will spring and yeah, stuff so yep. they can keep so it going. Well, they share. And, they're uh, beautiful creatures. They're going to sure. uh, have a ceremony out there where they, yearly they'll, take one down and, and go through the ritual with the buffalo, and it's oh. pretty interesting. Um, I don't know if I'll go to that, but I want to go out and just see the, the whole setup. And it's, it's, it's very interesting, and I encourage people, too, to uh, come out and, and uh, take a look at that. Because yeah, if the community wants to know, it's super easy to find out about these two things, and I know they've got other stuff planned as well. Just go yep. to honoringdakota.org, and uh, you can find out all all about all this uh, cool yep. stuff coming up not just this month but that's an ongoing deal right. I know uh sometime at some point we're going to get a mural yep done and that's kind of the basis for the whole thing too that mural's going on the building as you come off the high bridge there the old it's going to be neat yeah so that whole process going along smoothly it's, a, it's actually about a year-long process we're going through yep. here on this so uh, yeah, we encourage people to get involved in it. So yeah, that was a nice presentation. By then Emily. the council—they're on a bunch of commissions. So I know we—and I love the word liaison. Any excuse for me to say liaison in a fake uh, accent? I, yeah. I go for. So they everybody had some interesting stuff to talk about. Yeah, we had a few items there. I know. Uh, I think uh, Evan talked about uh, arts and culture, um, different things going on there, and the. The shoe company is putting a mural on the wall down by the shoe company uh, store. And uh, so that was discussed a little bit. Um, they talked about the sculpture walk and so on and so forth. So, yeah, there's a lot of little things going on all the time. And uh, that's an opportunity for the uh, uh, council liaison commission reports. So we got <laughs> that handled. Um, from there, um, we moved on to... Uh, you know, the financial reports, you know, that's all in the approval uh, consent agenda. Yeah, I'm just and looking I know through here. A couple is, items were pulled. Yeah, there was a few things on there that, you know, just actual just city business. I think business the workshop meeting, and I, I think if I remember right, Don, that was a very technical issue that was resolved pretty quickly. But I think the biggest issue was 9M. If I, if I remember. Well, yeah, that uh, that turned into a little heated discussion. That's on these ad hoc committees that uh, the staff figures we should have. And uh, I, 
discussed them and and one of them of course was that marine museum which i'm a volunteer at and a board member and you know we had a local citizen get up there and and give a big dissertation on that and things that should be done and whatever and and uh you know giving uh, the city some free legal advice which i thought you know she's done that in the past and i thought and i i talked to her too i said you should be charging for doing this i mean this is four hundred dollar <laughs> an hour stuff you're doing but uh it saves the city doing a lot of digging around so anyway uh the discussion was that on that museum and uh of course i have to kind of uh refrain from anything on that so there was not much said on it um i just a little disappointed when we have constituents come up forward and rattle away they did you know we read that letter of intent before the meetings about what do's and don'ts and evidently she can't read because she got up there and started in and uh, it's, it's pretty disappointing but um, you know we have these few people like that around this community that that want to just keep uh, stirring the pot all the time on different things so which I kind of have fun with them because I can uh, you know I can give it back to as far as they give it to me so I don't it doesn't really bother me much but um, it, it's, it's pretty disappointing. It's sad. I know she's gotten on the XL on different things, too, and I see she gets herself in trouble, too, up at the city. She's a paid lobbyist, and, uh, um, you know, that's what they get paid to do is go out and, and uh, stir up things the best they can. So, like I say, it's, it's, it's rather disappointing. But you got to have a few of those people out in the community, too. I guess it kind of balances things out a little bit, so... Um, but like I say, between her and, you know, there's a couple of council members, too, that chimed in, and uh, it, it's it's kind of a sad deal for them. I feel sorry for them in a way, but, you know, I guess that's our right to uh, speak or whatever we want because, like, I'm sitting right here giving you my piece on the whole deal, but uh, um, I got to look out for the whole community and what's best for this community, and some of these folks around town just feel it's that's uh, their deal, and they, they evidently they get off on doing it. I don't know. It, it's... Uh, to each his own what they want to do so well more, according more to, the, to, to the uh, sorry uh, according to the actual um, agenda this was council president Kim Bicey's uh, recommendation to create these three ad hoc committees um, which would have a limited per uh, purpose time frame and there would be less than a quorum because I believe I don't know exactly the actual how many it takes to constitute a quorum but they are required I know to announce that publicly if they think there could be enough uh, members at a particular meeting so the public is aware of it. Right. These would not uh, fall into that purview. Uh, and it wasn't just the Marine Museum, also Lexipole. Yeah, the, the Lexipole uh, with the police department. And, you know, of course, they got up and they, um, this person's uh, significant other partner, whatever he is, he got up and yipped about that uh, um, that policy, Lexipole uh, policy too, but... You know, the, the fire department has it in place now, and now the police department's going to take it on, but uh, they get, uh, they, you know, they take off on these things, and uh, uh, to the average citizen, uh, they don't know really what's going on, but uh, this is just a policy that the police department has to follow, and and, and not only is it good for the police department, it's good for the, the, the general public, so it's kind of like a rules of order type thing, which they have to follow, and... Uh, uh, of course, they've got their own, you know, these people are, they think they're attorneys or something, so they want to come out and, and talk. They like to listen to themselves, so they bring these things forward, and away they go. So it's just another deal, or, um, you know, you gotta, we got to work with them, but that's what happens. And same with approving the city uh, attorney contract. 
you know, we will, we're going to look at getting, uh, open it up to make other, uh, make it available to other people that may want to be a city attorney. So, you know, things like that we look at all the time. And anyway, they talk about dragging this out. You can uh, put on RFP for attorney t- tomorrow morning and start getting applications in, but they want to try to draw this out of these committee meetings. And uh, I, I don't, I don't know. It's, we're going to put it into workshops. We're not going to have these committees. It's just too much um, procedure. They, it just bogs everything down. So, you know, if you can't get, if you can't make the decisions with the city staff we got, well, then we better adjust to, uh, the people at the city staff, if they can't make recommendations or help us do these things, um, we got to look at, uh, you know, what's the best for this community? Let's move forward. So um, I like to get things rolling. I know they say working with the government, everything goes slow, but it doesn't have to go quite this slow. I know other projects, too, that we'll talk about later. Same thing, too, they get bogged down. So um, everybody wants to sit and have meetings, committees, to talk about this and bring in consultants. Um, We've got staff in this city that can do this, do these things. We don't have to be hiring consultants and doing committees. Let's just step up the plate and get the job done. So um, that's what I'm trying to push forward here. So we'll see how it goes. I'm, you know, it's up to the council. I just make, uh, I bring up forward information that constituents bring to me. So that's what I'm trying to do here. Fair enough. Uh, we got 14 and a half minutes past the hour of 9 o'clock. It's a minute with Mayor Mike Wilson brought to you by Edward Jones. Let's take our first of two breaks and we'll be back in well, 42 seconds plus 29, whatever that is. They told me I did not have to do math with this job. And then we will return uh, in however much time that adds up to uh, with the Mayor Minute with Mike uh, coming up next. Life changes, then it changes again. Predicting the unexpected in life is impossible. So when it comes to your financial goals, our philosophy at Edward Jones is don't predict, prepare. Hi, I'm Edward Jones, financial advisor, Paul Redding, and I'm here to help. A job loss, a change in health, or a loss of a loved one can have a big impact on your family's financial security. So let's work together to help make sure you're equipped for whatever life throws at you. Call us at 651-388-1762 to schedule an appointment at our office at 910 Main Street in Redway. Edward Jones, member SIPC. I'm staff meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki with your Bluff Country weatherology forecast. A winter storm watch begins at 7 p.m. tomorrow evening and continues until 7 a.m. Saturday. Mixed precipitation likely changing to all rain this afternoon, otherwise overcast skies. High of 42, southeasterly winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. Cloudy tonight, scattered thunderstorms likely 36. 3 to 5 inches of snow tomorrow night. Currently it's 25. All right, good morning. That was a 71-second break. Just to prove I can add 16 past the hour of 9 o'clock here on Bluff Country. We've got a few minutes left with uh, Mike Wilson, our mayor of Red Wing, of course, as we're going through Monday night city council meeting. And uh, the rest of the consent agenda was pretty non-controversial, uh, I believe. Right. We moved on with some alley improvements that got passed, assessments we had to pass on, uh, some uh, assessments for the Sturdivant Street uh, um, project there those assessments got passed i know we had one neighbor that uh complained about it and uh, that was that's the person that comes up and complains about everything anyway but you know these folks that get these assessments you know the city pays about 22 to 25 percent of the or the the residents pay 22 to 25 percent of the improvements the city picks up the rest so you know they're paying up to 75 over 75 percent of the improvements 
And we still had one person that got up and complained about it. I thought, really? You know, is that really, stop and look at this a little bit. Well, she wants to have a different process where it will be spread out or whatever. We've got the opportunity to pay these assessments over time at a, I think it's five and a quarter percent or something, a small interest rate. So it's, it's we're, the city is willing to work with people on this, but uh, those assessments came in at an average about a little over $6,000 per resident, but they want it, you know, what, do they want this for free? I mean, it's crazy because uh, it improves their property and uh, the street, the curb and everything. We plant new trees and we, it's, it's quite an improvement and improves their property, but, you know, you always got one person out there that, you know, feels they're entitled to more. So, um, but anyway, it passed anyway, we got that handled. So um, from there, we moved on to the resolution on the uh, uh, semi-transit housing for short-term rentals. And we had some folks talk about that. And um, I found that pretty interesting. And thankfully, uh, by the end of the evening, or at least into my part of the evening when I left, um, I, I, it was actually Stephanie Teachout, who is one of the people we'll mention here in a moment. But mm -hmm. she kind of explained this because, to be honest, I've never stayed in a place like this myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to vision envision what type of uh, structures we were talking about and in her case it's an actual house right it's homes around town mm -hmm. and uh you know right now we have i think 18 of them registered yep, there's actually about 30 of them around town but the other ones that kind of failed to get the permit or submit uh, there's a tax that has to be paid from to the visitors bureau the visitors bureau tax okay that helps for the uh promotion of the yeah, that area makes sense. so they're going to crack down on that a little bit and get these people all up to speed but the main thing is a lot of these neighbors and i understand where they're coming from they would they don't like to see a lot of these popping up in their neighborhood uh short-term rentals and uh vrbos so um we, get, we put a moratorium on it for six months and the planning commission is going to work on some kind of program that's fair to everybody concerned there was a couple that applied before this came forward, yeah. and we allowed those to go forward, uh, just to be fair to them because they, you know, they they got the, they had the process going, they did it the way it's supposed to be done, right? And now we slap we're gonna slap this moratorium on for six months, so it's gonna give the planning department time to work with the residents of the community. They'll have some open houses, they'll discuss it, try to come up with some ideas, which is fair to everybody in the neighborhoods. So, but yeah, there's. Uh, it's becoming a very popular thing, and you can't really limit it to one neighborhood. I mean, that's not going to work because no. these people are coming in. They're they're buying these homes. They're they're fixing them up, making them very nice homes, and then renting them out. Yeah, I think so it's kind of a neat. It's uh, a business, deal. basically. You know, it's another business. So we'll see what happens there. But neighbors, I think some of the concerns I heard, uh, we just don't know exactly. What what types of folks might be uh, taking advantage of these short term? Right. Well, it's going to be it's not going to be some guy hopping off the freight train and coming up the hill. I don't think so. No, it's not that. I mean, I mean can, because if these people these, own these homes, they want folks who are going to take care of it and be right. respectful. Because I know like we've that. traveled, we've we've stopped and rented them, very nice homes, but you know you leave them as you found them, and uh, you know you respect them like they're your own homes. So it's not like there's. Uh, it's not going to be like Animal House at the place next door, you know. <laughs> and I think some folks might have that image, which, right. you know, I guess. I understand. And you don't know who, you know, because your neighbors are changing. They could change every couple of days, new neighbors. But 
uh, I, I don't think it's something to worry about, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I, well, we should mention that they've already got uh, an open house, basically a community meeting, I guess they're calling it, uh, the Planning Commission. That's going to be taking place April 11th at our okay. fantastic Red Wing Public Library. And we'll mention uh, the library, the library director here in a moment uh, that's going to be in the foot room april 11th from 6 30 to 7 30 p.m the public especially folks uh where they have these types of housing mm -hmm. uh are certainly encouraged because the, the city is really reaching out and, and i know it's frustrating to city folks sometimes uh when they have things like that and then they might not a uh, kind of a sparse attendance but yet they get a lot of pushback right well this is your chance you know yep. To, yep. And, and this might not be the only one but uh Right. Because the moratorium is going to last basically until September-ish. Yeah, and I think the two that, that we did let go through on the resolution to allow them, one was on West 7th and one out on Birdsand Avenue. Yeah. And they said, well, if you're going to make some rule changes, we'll, we'll step up the plate and do whatever you have to do. So people are willing to work with the neighbors and uh, do it because it's like you say, they want to do the right thing yeah, it's their property they don't want it to be uh you know in shambles right right so, and i don't know how that works i know the last time i took a little mini vacation in dubuque my former home i love that place um i i, I, I waited too long two days before i was leaving and i ended up in a place that i probably would not have rather stayed but uh they had a i think a hundred or 150 dollar deposit uh which i didn't get right. back until a few days after i had left um so you know there, there are ways to but but I get neighbors' concerns, so that's yeah. good that the city yeah. is. Uh, we're, planning yeah, we're this trying meeting. to be pro on this all the way and and make it fair to everybody. So let's take our last break with our sponsor Edward Jones. Uh, Forty two seconds. We'll be right back. And by the way, I keep forgetting this. Darn it! Uh, if you want to have a question or a or a quick comment to the mayor, you're certainly welcome to call us six five one three eight eight. 3511 jenny will most likely pick up the phone but she can transfer that in here and we'll get you on the air appreciate that uh quick break coming up we'll be right back life changes then it changes again predicting the unexpected in life is impossible so when it comes to your financial goals our philosophy at edward jones is don't predict prepare hi i'm edward jones financial advisor paul redding and i'm here to help a job loss, a change in health, or a loss of a loved one can have a big impact on your family's financial security. So let's work together to help make sure you're equipped for whatever life throws at you. Call us at 651-388-1762 to schedule an appointment at our office at 910 Main Street in Redway. Edward Jones, member SIPC. All right, 24 minutes past the hour. We've got a few minutes left with Mayor Mike Wilson here on a minute with Mayor Mike. And uh, that kind of, let's see, so that uh, we got done with that little section of the meeting. Yep, and we went on, I guess, that pretty much wrapped up the uh, main portion of it. Then we moved on to the uh, Council Administrator Status Report. And, and Kay's, uh, she's gone this week. She's out in Washington uh, attending a conference out there, so... Marshall sat in and uh, kind of went over some things that, uh, you know, are coming up. You know, we're talking about the Jay McClary Sustainability Award. Uh, where yeah. It's now open for uh, applications, and deadline is April 15th. So if you know somebody in the community that's uh, uh, worthy of that award, do we, you know, would ask them please uh, uh, submit that application. So um, other than that, um, talked about some legislative updates uh sales tax things come along opioid settlement 
um, there was one thing that was brought up uh, that uh, Marshall called on Kyle to bring us a little update on the blue water fish farm out at uh, this proposing uh, uh, operation out at the old Central Research Building at, uh, at 19 and 61, Highway 1961. And we're, I've been working with this group for about a year, and uh, um, I'm trying to get them to get, get them before the Port Authority to explain exactly what they want to do. And we're, we're hitting a stone wall here a little bit with the uh, uh, subcommittee on the Port Authority, so we're trying to get that straightened around. Um, my whole deal is, you know, we got a $30 million operation here. It's going to employ 50 to 60 employees. Uh, let's at least give them the opportunity to come forward and explain to them what they're going to do. And we're, we're hitting a little resistance there. We don't know what the problem is. We're trying to get to the bottom of it and figure out why we're getting stonewalled here a little bit. But uh, we're trying to move forward. Uh, we're going to discuss it uh, uh, further. Um, you know, like I say, give these folks the opportunity and uh, see if they can come forward. They say there's other people looking at that property, but um, I haven't. We haven't. I don't know what they're really talking about there too. So we got to kind of dig a little deeper. So um, I just hate to miss this opportunity with this company, and without giving the opportunity because they, like I say, they haven't not even met face to face with this company yet. They're doing everything on paper, and I said, you know, if there's a $30 million company that wants to come to town, I think we should at least uh, talk with them face-to-face. -face. So I've been meeting with them. Kyle's met with them, but the rest of the, the port and the, and the uh, council, they're, they're unaware of what they're doing. So we're going to bring that forward somehow and uh, see if we can't get some more information on that. So more to come on that. Excellent. And I know we had a little bit of a pre-meeting, uh, pre so to speak. It was actually a public farewell reception for uh, Jessica, our library. Yeah, director. Jessica McGee's uh, leaving the library. We're going to start looking for another librarian, head librarian. Um, we had a little reception before the council meeting, so... Uh, she's leaving. In fact, she's flying out Monday for Germany. Yeah, I, I was amazed a, to find yeah. out she's going to be working in a library, library there. At an uh, army base in Germany. Pretty so, cool. Yeah, so well, I, I had to present our... her with her Red Wing pin as a send-off, so I had a little memento to remember nice. us by. So. Well, I love our library. I, yep. I get a book about every 10 days. I zip through a novel, and now I'm getting uh, DVDs, uh, Sherlock. Yep, the yep. old uh, British series, which right. is fantastic. So I, that's yeah. due back tomorrow. I, I promise I, I'll bring it back. Yeah, otherwise she'll <laughs> she'll she's got another day left. She'll come after you. She's yeah, gonna make no, sure all the fines are paid for. She leaves. Yeah, you know? no, I got season two and three already been right. watched. So so and yesterday you and I both attended that uh, presentation at the senior center on that the CBD and the THC uh, um, informative. The gentleman has that depository down highway 52 south of uh, Zambroda there and yep. he gave a nice presentation educational very smart guy uh, i'm trying to learn as much as i can on that because right now we do not regulate uh, cbd or thc and red wing uh, i was surprised at how many seniors are aware of this stuff yep, and yep. that they're using it to help elvis oh yeah yep. and, I, and i wish the laws in iowa where my parents are they're a little bit different down there, and right. so I don't think they have access to this, but it is very, very interesting. Yep, and it's coming. You know, he was talking about the marijuana laws that are coming through. He doesn't really care to see that come through because um, that's just a different deal. It, it is. When people hear hemp or... Right, uh, you know, no, so uh, you got to look at remedial, you know, the actions of the CBD oils and, and the THC. It's for... You know, pain and issues you have with your body and, 
helps you sleep and whatever. It doesn't make you goofy or high no, or, you know, no. it's not like marijuana. Marijuana no. affects everything above your shoulders. This takes everything below. And, uh, you know, because I know you, you know, you stated too, and everybody in the room there and, and the presenter said too, yeah, he remembers his marijuana days, but it's a totally different deal. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as growing it too, I thought it was interesting. If you can, you can, if they pass the law, you can grow like what a half an acre is all you can really grow, right? Or something. So it's and not. I like, believe he's going to be expanding over to uh, Hager City. Hager City Hager is going to have a, a place over there, evidently. So it's yeah, we'll, we'll see what comes of it. Uh, it'll be yeah, it'll say it'll be interesting to see what goes. So it was educational. Um, I thank the senior center for putting that on yesterday. So there's more to learn because, like say. As city officials, too, we got to get a handle on this, but we're going to follow what the state decides to do at this point. So a lot of a lot of towns slapped a moratorium on it and no sale, but uh, they just kind of basically got a little nervous and uh, went over. The history of hemp was extremely interesting. Yes, and, yes, and it was. Big businesses always put yeah. a kibosh on it back in whichever World War. Well, World War Two is when they were growing it for. Right. They needed the material for the troops. For, for troops for rope and canvas and <clears throat> and. Uh, yeah, so it, it was, was a very interesting, interesting background. So yep. uh, we, we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, I will have some sort of follow up story on that. Probably I wasn't actually aware they'd rescheduled that till you called me. Yeah, uh, so. around ten yesterday. So uh, thank you for right. giving me a heads up because I kind of missed that. Well, we're about out of time unless you want to okay. wrap up something else. Uh, one Samir? more thing is April sure. is Child Abuse Month coming up. I know I'm going to be reading a proclamation at the um, council and make a presentation there too. So. That's coming down the road. Uh, we're going to get a little snow here in the next day, yeah, I guess, or I so. So winter is not crazy. completely gone. But, uh, you, know, I just, you know, take a minute, just really thank the city's uh, public works guys for what they did this winter and keeping the streets cleaned yeah. up. And, and uh, they, did, they did a great job. You know, we're looking at budget cuts and limiting the plowing and stuff, but that's got to be done. And they did with, they worked with what they had. So uh, they did a wonderful job. I know downtown they kept it looking pretty good. So. Uh, hats off to those guys, and we thank them for everything they do. So, other than that, uh, that should it be it for me uh, today. And uh, like I say, if anybody's got any issues, please stop down. We're going to start the budget process now. I know Tuesday I meet with Kay and Marshall, and we start going with uh, some recommendations. I know I'm building a list right now, and I'm getting more information from constituents on what to. Uh, what they'd like to see changed in the budget uh, adjustments, because we're gonna we're gonna tighten her up even more. This past year we did, and we're gonna tighten her up again. Um, so we we'll just keep going, and some we're gonna be swinging the axe on some things here. We have to to keep it within uh, um, realistic numbers here. So uh, anybody's got any issues, please call me or stop on by, and, and please uh, give me any feedback that you'd like. So appreciate that. All right, well, thank you to Mayor Mike Wilson and uh, our sponsor, Edward Jones. We'll get back to the music after a quick break and weatherology, weather I forecast it looks like. And uh, we'll talk soon, Mayor. I appreciate it. All right, thank you, Greg. Want to know more about what's going on in Red Wing? Tune in Thursday mornings at 8, 10 a.m. for Good Morning Red Wing on KCUE, Bluff Country, 1250 a.m. and 98.9 FM, sponsored by Andy's Sports